welcome to another Making Sense of It with me, Emma Kenny. And I'm Peter Smith. God, it's been a week. It has been a week. The weather is lovely. Well, it's I, gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, I, um, t- today I'm feeling it even more than any other day. Um, I feel like I'm literally sweltering on holiday, but, you know, and, you know, it's... I feel like the weather is at a juxtaposition to my life right now. <sighs> yeah. Like, it's really sunny, and I'm loving it. But then I've got some really serious stuff to deal with in my business world. Yeah. And it's so conflicting. Because the bigger part of me is saying, just go out and sunbathe and forget about it all. And then the other part is going, that's not a responsible adult way to deal with crises. No. We all have them in our life, you know. Yeah. You, go, you plod along doing your stuff. And you think, yeah, doing all right. And then something will come up. And you get ran over. Yeah. And it turns out that you were looking down at your mobile phone, imagining what it would be like to be on that beach. And then you get hit by a bus. Yeah. That's kind of what's happening at the moment. So I'm trying to reconcile the way that I feel emotionally and mentally. And I'm struggling to do so. Because basically, I'm feeling fine. But I don't know whether I really should be feeling fine. I just think maybe I'm really resilient and actually whatever happens to me, I'll be okay. I think you're the most resilient people I've ever met, Emma. That, or I'm just going to have a major breakdown, just like wake up one day feeling entirely normal and then end up in a secure unit. Yeah, well, I mean, life's a journey, isn't it? You know, and we've got to, we've got to battle through the bad times of... of uh, you know, no one's died, put it that way, at the moment. You know, not, yet. not yet. Yeah, <laughs> I we, haven't been out we've yet. We've had that one with, 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 uh, over the past couple of years. Um, but this, you know, things get thrown in the way. And yeah, the you. Way. Somebody has died. Yeah, I know. I sort of realised that as I was saying it. Someone has Come died. Come out with that was, you know. these kind of reassuring <laughs> statements that are completely false. Yeah, not just in case people are thinking like in the past few days someone's died. You know. <gasps> It's, it's, but uh, I wouldn't be laughing on here about no, life and saying no. I want to sunbathe if my mum had yeah. died. That it's actually happened. almost could be made into a movie, uh, what's happened. It there, might be it? made into a movie. Yeah, it might be. Though we're not quite the same level as the young lads in Thailand who are all trapped in a cave. I know. I can't believe it. Did you see what they were doing? Did you read what no, they were doing? No. So they were, the, the young men were on a, a trip yeah. and they were playing a game where they've got to run to a cave, write the name on the wall and run back again. But there was a flash flood. Uh, it rained immediately. It was like a flash flood. And it, and it got them all in there. And they had one torch with them. And because they couldn't get out, because they were in this cave, normally they run up and down and write the names on the end and run back again. This was the fastest. And they got trapped. I would have been the slow one who was trapped in a completely different part of the cave. That oh. would have happened to me. Christ, you think about it though. How bizarre is that? They've had to go deeper into the caves to get away from drowning. They'd have found me and they'd have gnawed my arm off in one last ditch attempt to survive. They've gone back into a cave today. Today is, we're doing this on a Thursday today, are we? So today I read in the news they've gone back, they've had to go back into a cave because they accidentally pumped water back in. um, And the, the cave's called the Woman's Boob. The Woman's Boob? Yeah. I'm sure it has a more attractive name in time. I'm sure it doesn't sound quite as gross and crass as the woman's boob. Oh, that's what it's called. That's what it says. Wouldn't it, it be the woman's breast? No, the woman's boob. I don't believe that. I don't believe that Thai people have a translation for a slang term for a breast when they could have the proper use of well, it. Well, the, 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 the reputable paper, I say reputable. It was the Daily Mail, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah. It said the woman's boob. That's what it translates to. So they're... But yeah, it's, the Daily Mail said it's a woman's boob. It's probably something like the, the you know, spherical tear. You know what I mean? 
And they've gone, ah, clerical tear, you know, almost like a boob. <laughs> like a woman's boob, not a man boob. I'm currently having to write profile analysis on the people who are in Love Island. I could help you there. Go on. Bar one or two of them, you know, hence the nuclear physicist over he is and the doctor. No, he's uh, not a nuclear and physicist. And Danny Dyer's daughter, who's, who's, who seems pretty cool. The rest of them probably just like mundane. It's strange oh, having 12 to write years old. personality profiles on people I don't know. It's a bit of fun. Yeah. But they basically look at which one's the sociopath, which one's the narcissist and stuff. And you kind of look and you're thinking to yourself, do you know what? What's All really of them. Bad? No, what's really bad <laughs> is that when you watch TV shows being made, you just know that it's all in the edit. You're an editor. You know exactly what I mean. They just decide who the problem is and who's going to be the nasty one, who's going to be the nice one, who's going to be the loyal one. And they just play the bits where they are. Because yeah. like if you filmed me in a day, 24 hours of my life, <clears throat> obviously eight of them would be boring because I'd be asleep. The other amount of hours in the day, you would see me go from being like the nicest person that you could ever meet and you'd be like, oh my God, Emma's like the nicest person that you could ever meet. I want to be a friend, right? Mm -hmm. And then at another point in the day, if you filmed that bit, you'd be like, Emma is an absolute psychopath. Emma is going to probably kill people. Yeah. Because everybody... I hope, goes through scenarios where all day they are different things and people and selves to themselves because of the experiences. Mm. Like the other day I went to Tesco during the World Cup match and the woman at the till just talked to me for about 10 minutes. And in that exchange, you know... Which one is it? Is it the little, the sort of littlish one that looks like a... And she's like... Ooh, you know, she doesn't like, like that. No, she looks like a bit of a hobbity. She did look a bit like a hobbit. Yeah, yeah. She always chats. Sometimes there's colour in her hair as well. Yeah, it's kind of a grey hair, but with yeah. colouring sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. She, tells she you really, whole... really annoyed the guy behind me. Did she? Yeah. She always talks. She talked and she kept talking after I'd finished. Did she, my did goods. she tell you about um, the stuff that she's doing? Slimming world. She's lost five stone. Right, there you go. <laughs> five stone? She's lost five stone. Jesus Christ, I don't remember being And that she was saying how she, um, <laughs> how she measures her gin. We were having a conversation about gin. Obviously, not with a bucket anymore. <laughs> yeah, you know I mean, because obviously, if she's lost five stone, she must be measuring a gin with a bucket. I don't think it was just the gin that was the issue. Oh, was it the? But lard? she did tell me it was walking that's made the biggest difference. Walking's really good for you. She said that she had fish, chips, and peas one night, takeaway curry the next night, and that night she was having something that she didn't consider healthy, and she lost one and a half pounds. Because of walking? Yeah. Is it in this weather? She'd walked seven miles. In this weather? <coughs> That's the equivalent of walking to the top of Kilimanjaro in this weather, isn't she it? She was walking, carrying a rucksack, and she was doing at least 12,000 steps a day. That's pretty good. I know. Good on her. Just in case she happened to pop into our local Tesco. That's the one we're talking about. Yeah. By I'm the way, just want you to know, I didn't refer to her as a hobbit, but that's what I mean. In TV shows, if that was the bit that they put out that's and you didn't hear the, all the nice stuff, apart from the bit where you're suggesting yeah. that she drank gin from a bucket, you would go, Pete, what a horrible man. But if they showed you the clip of you this morning seeing our dustbin men looking hot and bothered yeah. and you went out of your way and went and found them and said, has anybody offered you a drink? And then not only did you go and get them ice cold drinks with ice, you also filled up their drinks bottle. Then that would have gone, my God, Pete, he's the nicest guy in the world. So here I am. This is the story anyway. Here I am writing a piece about these people and really they're probably all fine. 
it's just showing the it's worst just, parts and yeah. the best parts, depending on what they are. It's just the edit, isn't it? Yeah, like Danny and Jack just decided they're going to win, I think. That's yeah. the decision. That's Danny and Jack, yeah, they're going to win. So we'll just make everything work towards that. Yeah. Danny, Danny Dye is brilliant, though. So his daughter must be. Apparently, honest. Jack, if some of you don't know about this, by the way, there's a show in Love Island in the UK, and it has like 3 million viewers, which is nothing really, but here these days that's quite a lot because of all the extra channels that you can go on mm. so about 3,000 people watching there's a couple in there called Jack and Danny and Danny Dyer has a dad who's called Danny Dyer and Danny Dyer is quite with, a legend one with an I one with an NNY he's quite a legend in the UK he was in Football Factory he's been in lots of different kind of oh, movies that have been in, amazing he came to light in Human Traffic Human Traffic he was amazing alright brother yes brother so, alright brother yes brother <laughs> I'm off my fucking pickle. Yeah. <gasps> you can swear. It's a podcast. I was just <laughs> quoting a film. All right, brava. Brilliant scene on the toilet. Yes, brava. Sorry. I love that film. It's that brilliant. is how she sounds. Yes, brav. Is it? I've yeah. never... I've never she I probably I've sounds... I've admit, I think I've watched it once. So, <laughs> so anyway, she's got this guy Jack who's just doting on her and it turns out Jack's got a picture of Danny Dyer above his bed. What a coincidence. And why would he have a picture of Danny Dyer above his He bed? likes Football Factory. Ah. So it's just a picture of that scene, that iconic scene where he's like, that to the camera. Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, well, that's... That, yeah, but I get it. That's not like having a picture of like... I mean, because I actually saw it in the news and it was someone who just put a picture of like Danny Dyer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I was thinking, why would you have like a headshot, a press shot of Danny Dyer above your bed? That's just bizarre. <laughs> But obviously, if it's from Football but Factory... But it's weird, though. <laughs> no, he's like 24 or something. Why have you got a poster on your wall? Maybe he's just not taken it down from when he was a kid. Does <laughs> he still live with his parents? <laughs> I don't know. I think that it was really. I hope he still lives with his dead. parents, because if he doesn't live with his parents and he's got a poster above his bed... That's what I mean, though. Either way, he's got a poster of Donny Dyer above his bed. Yeah. Even if I'd left home, right, and I'd been in a situation where my mum and dad... What do you want, dogs? As you can hear, the dogs are barking. They've been barking all morning, which is a subject we'll come on to afterwards. But basically, if I was living at home and I had anything over the age of 16, there would not be a poster. Like, it was very 1980s having oh, posters. Be you used to get smash hits and pull out the double spread in the yeah. middle and hope that the staples didn't affect them too badly. That was how you lived in the 80s. We were poor. We had to make our own fun. You had to make things multifold, didn't you? You'd get a magazine, you'd have a read of it, you'd take the lyrics out of that favourite song that they'd printed, <laughs> and then you'd shove a picture of somebody you didn't really know, but it gave you a bit of more of a, you know, an interesting room. Yeah, I mean, I, I had posters in my bedroom which were just literally stuck on with blue tack, and I used to get in trouble totally, <coughs> excuse me, all the time, because I'd be checking them down every other week to change more. What kind of posters did you have up? I had things like, oh God, this is so cringeworthy and embarrassing. But <laughs> so I'd start off, I always had the wall where there was Star Wars posters. Of course. Right. So Hard and they fan. went all the way through till God knows what age. Loyal. You know? Yeah, loyal, loyal. stone Star Wars fan. But then and I, I was one of those kids that went through fads. So I was into everything all the time, like I mentioned on other podcasts. <laughs> but I seem to recall having 
a row of like Garfield posters. <laughs> yeah, your mum said you were into Garfield. I don't know why. Your mum said that. Yeah, I have no idea why. I got one for Christmas, I think, and I was like, and you know, you used to go to those. You used to go to Athena. Athena, Athena. yeah. Athena. <laughs> the little ones, all the same size, and put them up. But then I went I into. I couldn't afford Athena. Yeah, well, I used to save my pocket money. Me, I and didn't I get, get pocket them. money. Oh, oh God. <laughs> We're not going to do the Monty Python sketch, are you? No, I right? really didn't get Oh, when I were a kid, I, I used to, yeah. uh, I used to be, a, I used to get made to suck the juice from the bones of a dead Lego brick. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> you know. Oh, now, well, well you're lucky then, because when I were a lad, that Lego brick it was shoved down my throat. Well, you were sleeping in a box. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a box. Yeah. Well, you're lucky. You, we used, to, we were just dead. We, we came home from school. We were murdered, <laughs> and then we had to go to work. Don't mind him. Back at garden with Lego bricks shoved down stomach. And say thank you. Yeah, and then say, and then go next door, and then do their housework. <laughs> and this is even before we'd got up, and after we died. You know, this was way before two o'clock in the morning. Before father no, no. had beaten us and no, made us drink his gin. I didn't. Well, the bucket. I didn't. It didn't happen. I just didn't get any pocket money. Right. I started working at eleven, didn't I? Yeah. Well, then. So okay, we digress. Garfield. Well, then you I went digress. through. A, then I went through a Michael Jackson phase. <laughs> yeah. Where, you know. So I had various Michael Jackson posters, um, all the time having these Star Wars posters, and then. Um, loads. Of, I used to like make me on Christmas decorations and stuff like that, but like I just. <laughs> I was just random, man. Then, I, then uh, obviously, I got into skating from a real early age. So I was, I was into um, skateboarding and uh, and started like just having loads of posters of that up. I mean, loads of them. You know, I'd whatever I could get a magazine, I'd be cutting out and making collages and you know, and <laughs> learning out to wally and then skating ramp vert and you know, I was. You were such a dedicated kid. Well, yeah. I mean, jack of all <laughs> jack of all trades, master of none. Some people say, but. I didn't start any mastering of anything. Uh, and then breakdancing, yeah, I could like, uh, but it was really hard to get sort of any images of breakdancing and stuff at that age. You know, I was kids haven't got a clue nowadays. I was how old was I? I was like first year junior when I started breakdancing. Oh, it's first year junior. Eleven. That? Yeah. So you have to have determination. No, it's not, it's not first year junior. First oh, year junior. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry, was, seven. Yeah, I was started breakdancing then. <laughs> Man, yeah, everyone thought it was weird. I'd go and off into the back room, one of them, I used to have a dining room area, I'd go in there and try and pull a windmill. It's so cute. It's so cute. Well, you know, that was that was the 70s and 80s kids. It was. You know. I wouldn't know, because I obviously was only born yeah. in 1986. Uh, I used to listen to a track, and I don't know if anybody remember it on this podcast, if you've ever listened and you're as old as me, there was a track, and it was it was around the time that Electro was coming out. So I got into breakdancing, but it was, and it was a, a track, and it was called The Woody Woodpecker. I seem to recall, and it was like an electro version of Woody Woodpecker. Uh, if anybody can, I might. I'll see if I can find a link and I'll put it on. What that? <laughs> yeah, it was like that, but it was. Uh, oh, what an awful noise! But it was. It wasn't <laughs> that. No, but it was. It was like a, a weird electro version of it. And my next door neighbour would give it to me. I remember, like, and that was it. I was like, "What is this?" And then I looked on the back, and it was like people breakdancing and stuff. And then I saw some bits on like Saturday morning TV, and you know, and that was it. Saturday morning TV. Saturday morning TV, man. I had no real posters in my room. I just had a couple because I genuinely couldn't afford the magazines. But occasionally a mate of mine had let me have the centerfold out of something. I think I had one of a group called Poison. 
Poison, yeah. And I definitely had one of poison. Motley Crue. The Motley Crue, yeah. Poison, poison, yeah. The I know that, well, I stopped liking them when yeah. I was young, but Motley Crue, I liked. Yeah. I did like them for a while. I once lied. I'd been to a Motley Crue concert when I was a teenager to impress a boy, and it all went horribly wrong because he asked me questions on it, and I clearly hadn't a clue. But I just was class. I was just grasping at straws. I was grasping at straws. I just, I just wanted him to like me. And what did you so say? What when he question? said, "Have you ever seen them?" I just went, "Yeah," and then he was like, "Where?" Well, I, I don't know. I've never been to a concert in my life at that point. And what did you say? Uh, I didn't necessarily say anything. I just yeah. looked stupid. And he went, you haven't been at all. And I was just like, yeah, I have. Twice? Well, yeah, I know yeah. him. Do you know what I once did? Do you want to know a sad admission? Go I on. might have told you this before, but I haven't shared it on the podcast. I was obsessed with John Bon Jovi. I was like yeah. obsessed when I was a kid. I was young. I was a young, yeah. young girl. Nine. Whoa. Living on a bread <laughs> Oh, oh. Sorry. It's almost like he's in the room. Slipper air went wet. It's almost like John was right there across from me <laughs> in this you. moment. Thank you, yeah. So I do model myself on John. John had great J-O-N. hair. J-O-N. Had great hair. Yeah. So I was really into John and Jovi and I found the name and address of the fan club it was in one of Pam's magazines, and uh, I wrote to them. Was this someone's house? It, no, it was a it was a PO box. And someone's house then. I don't know whose house it was to. Some random. No, it was John Bon Jovi's fan club. Right. Oh right, you mean that it could just have been anybody? It was the official one. Oh, the official one. You didn't say that. You've got to say it the was official the, fan club. It was club. in Smash Hits. <laughs> Oh, it sorry, was in Smash Hits. They used to put PO boxes of fan clubs so that people like me could get in touch, and it was only about nine. So I wrote to, well, it was just the whole of Bon Jovi, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, any of them were welcome, but it well, was John it was addressed to. Yeah, but he didn't really, Bon Jovi was Bon Jovi. He didn't really know John Bon Jovi was. But it was addressed to John. Yeah. But it was for all of them. I wanted them to know that the offer extended. And Is I, his name bon, John Bon Jovi? It's John Bon Jovi. That's why he's called John Bon Jovi. All oh, right, it's not like John Anderson <laughs> or... Clues in the name. Yeah, I know, but... It's not like there's John, Bon and Jovi. <laughs> I'm John, I'm Bon. I'm, I'm Joe. I'd, I'd want to be called Jovi. <laughs> I'm Jovi. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, he's selfish. They were all him. So anyway, um, I wrote to them and I said that they were all welcome to come to my mum and dad's for Sunday breakfast. And for about three years, I thought they probably would. And yeah. uh, they didn't. I love it. They didn't do it. It's like Roger and Freddie, isn't it, from Rainbow? That's it's John Bon and Jovi. <laughs> Yeah, I would have. I would have been the same. I would have actually been sat waiting every Sunday morning, waiting for it to turn up. The thing is, genuinely, my dad did a really good fry up on a Sunday. Yeah. And I thought that that would be enough. I'm gonna. To I'm gonna contact them. them. John, Bon, and Jovi, if you're listening, my lovely wife here wants you to come round for Sunday morning breakfast. She's an ace cook. We'll be vegetarian, but you know, bring bungle and zippy with you as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to bring George. He's a trouble causer. The 80s were amazing. Oh, they were. They were amazing in that way. Sometimes we do get lost around the past, you and me. Yeah. We talk about it quite a lot. I feel like we need to modernise ourselves. I tried a little bit by bringing Love Island into it. But we are, just, no, we're you modern. You just crushed it. You're, we're modern. We're modern. We say we're modern, so we are modern. He says, sat in a retro Adidas t-shirt again. Uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to keep wearing them, you, who said, well, I'm getting dressed like this. 
we had some exciting deliveries today, didn't we? Oh, excuse me. Are you tired? I, do you know what? I shouldn't be tired because you've let me have longer sleeps the last two nights, but I do yeah. feel a bit tired. Yeah. Probably. Guys out there listening, yes, I do feel a little bit tired. I don't know whether it's the weather. I don't know whether it's I'm just working quite hard. I don't know whether it's the way that stress formulates in my body. And unlike other people who panic and get afraid, I just go to sleep and relax. Either way, this is where I am now. So stay tuned next week and discover whether I still feel this way or whether it's changing. But yes, I do feel a little bit tired, Peter. Thank you for asking. It's okay. I don't mind. I was just wondering if my wife was tired. So I, I, I found ask. today quite surreal because we had something delivered this morning. We did have something delivered. Yes. So, do you want to tell them? It's all right. Wait, wait. No. It's the modern version. You say it. Hydropool. We got a hot tub. Yeah. We got a hot tub, guys. We've Not just any hot tub. tub. Not just any hot tub. <clears throat> it's like the Marks and Spencer's version. Yeah. Oh, Marks and Spencer. It's a hydrotherapy hydropool. Yeah. It's the Ferrari version, isn't it? That makes it sound like really ostentatious, which isn't uh, the truth yeah. because we met the woman and she gave us a really Marks, good deal. Marks and Spencers, yeah. It's on. like, it's top though. Yeah, yeah. But we've been so busy and also we just haven't told the kids. No. We haven't told the kids. It's like, we can't go on holiday next year, basically. No, we, the reason behind <laughs> it is, no, we're not, I want people to know that we're not just like this family that just goes, but we've saved up and saved up and what yeah. it is, we go on hot tub breaks with the family and we find that we sit in the hot tub for three hours at a time. We do. No no digital detoxing, no, you know, nothing, no computers, no TV screens or anything like that. And we sit and we play games. We sat do. in a hot tub. Honestly, if, if, as a family, if you're not getting enough family time, try, try it. And, you know, from I Spy to daft memory games, you know, <laughs> and it's family time, basically. That's all it is. It's, it's, it's decent family time. And we, we, we discovered that we enjoyed it that much. It so is priceless. Sitting there. Yeah, we thought, let's just save up and instead of spending it and give it to somebody else, for because the, these hot tubs on these breaks are like the Chinese and the Japanese and the, and the, and the American ones, which are not that good and they don't do the job properly to keep it clean and, the, you know, the chlorine and stuff in it. So we said that we've got this hydropole and it's, it looks, I mean, I just we haven't been in it yet because it's heating up as we speak, but. But we haven't actually yeah. told the kids that they're getting mm. one yet. They've wanted one for like ever. Which is ironic because of the weather at the moment. I know, it's so hot. But it's you can so actually, ironic. now I found this out with this hydro pool, you can make it into a cool pool. You can bring your temperature down and have it as a cool pool to sit in. That'll be nice. Yeah. Or you can put it right in in the winter. You can put it up to sort of 42. You can put it as high as you want, obviously not to wait, burn your skin. But you put it up to over the 40s and it's snowing and stuff like that. So you, you control it perfectly. You're so, sounding like you're a salesman now. Well, he's, the guy came and, you know, and I kept it in there and it's dead good. It's our exciting bit though, because we've literally saved up and then we've got to a point where we've bought it because we didn't want to loan the money. Nope. We've decided that we're going to go ahead and do it. And then we happened to meet the owner. Yeah. So that's how that happened. But basically it's arrived and I ha don't know how I feel about the fact we've not told the kids. And I'm just hoping that, you know, like much like these videos that you see online yeah. where the children almost pass out from excitement. Yeah. I'm hoping that's the case. I'll be really upset. I might send it back. Yeah. If they don't give me the right amount of celebration, I think I'm yeah. just going to say they're not allowed in it. Yeah. Because yeah. it will feel personally like I've been attacked by them. Yeah, I agree. No, just sit and make them watch us in it. That's right. 
Well, for two years. Yeah. They'll be allowed it in two years. Yeah. Well, we'll have to post it online, the reaction. We'll, we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll post it online. I'll get you go to go and pick him up from school. And You're I'll not getting up. me in a swimming costume, though. I mean, I wear a swimming costume, but you can't film me in a swimming costume. Get me out of that Oh, video. no, no. It's to, uh, when they come I'm out not and scaring see it. the people who watch the podcast. Well, 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 well uh, that wouldn't scare them. Uh, it would scare it you. It wouldn't. It absolutely <laughs> would. <laughs> We'd have them coming out just to see it first when they get in from school. Yeah. Do you know what I found out last week as well? What? I missed out the word Darwin Award. It was Darwin Award for the stupidest oh, deaths. that's it. Darwin Award. Yeah. So that lad who stabbed himself, Darwin Award. Is it Darwin Award. Stupidest deaths. Stupidest deaths. Yeah. Like, the stupidest deaths are ridiculous. Yeah. Darwin Award. It's called the Darwin Award, and I'll show you. Oh, have you got it there? No, I've actually got... I'm going to actually read out the entries just so that I can share, because I do think that that is going to be one of the, the absolute front runners for... Darwin Awards are people who died. bit harsh for his family, though, isn't it? Pardon? <laughs> bit harsh for his family, you know what I mean? My son, not only dead, but he's won the Darwin Award. <laughs> you know? Look, it's terrible. Not on a high. It's terrible that he died. Yeah. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it is, you know, it's pretty, it's pretty upsetting, yeah? Yes. So basically, in 2008, yeah. 46-year-old David Monk was on holiday in Sores Dulu, Italy, with a group of friends. Yeah. After having a few beers one evening, the lads decided to steal a protective mat that covered the metal barriers at the bottom of the slope and use it as a sledge. Yeah? Yeah. They hiked up the hill, hurled themselves down, slammed straight into the same barrier they'd stolen the protective matting from. Dave died on the spot, earning himself a Darwin Award in the process. Right, that's a terrible death. So Darwin Awards, the stupidest way that people have died. Go on then. Death by planking. Death by planking? A 21-year-old Brisbane resident decided to try his hand at planking. Yeah. He stretched himself face down onto the railing, attempted to take a photograph, only to lose his balance and fall seven stories to his death. That is a, that's a Darwin Award, definitely. Yeah, like a planking, when I say Ab- planking. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. He wasn't just keeping fit planking, he was doing that, that crazy planking, yeah. planking in extreme places. Extreme planking. Yeah. Um, motorcycle helmet project, protest. Protesting motorcycle helmet laws, an Onondaga, New York man, was participating in a helmetless protest ride when he was killed. Oh, when he fell off his bike. Yeah. Ugh. He was killed fatally because he hit his head that ironically didn't have a helmet on because yeah. he was protesting it. Definite Darwin. Absolutely. Why wouldn't you want to wear a helmet when you're on a motorbike? It's not the law in America, is it? Or is it? Well, that's what he was protesting, so... Ooh. Go on. Wheelchair fail. Oh, oh. wheelchair fail. Not only... A, oh... We're going to go there. A handicapped man oh dear. rammed his wheelchair into elevator doors three times after being irritated that the elevator had gone without him. The oh, 40 no. year old plunged down an empty elevator shaft to his death as the doors could not withstand the force of his chair. Oh, no. That's like straight out of a cartoon, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. I'm oh. not laughing at the death. I'm laughing at the fact that, yes, it is like it's out of con- <laughs> But. Just don't do things like that. Avoidable Darwin death. Double Darwin. Ooh, there's, a double there's two Darwin. people. A young couple driving along Via Dutra, the largest freeway in Brazil, decided to stop along the side of the road for a quickie. They parked on the freeway in the right-hand lane, not on the shoulder. Naturally, a cargo truck collided with the car, killing both of them instantly. At least they went out when they were in the middle of it. I mean... 
point does anybody think to themselves, I want to have sex? Oh, this is a good place. The fast lane of a motorway. That's just crazy. That's just mental. <sighs> like mental. I said, there are loads. Wife tossing. No, no, this sounds good. Is this... This says like cable tossing, but your wife. During a heated marital dispute, a 25-year-old man picked up his 20-year-old wife and threw her off their eighth-floor apartment balcony, where she became tangled in the power lines. He oh. immediately leapt from the balcony and fell towards his wife, but missed the power lines completely and plunged to his death. The woman managed to swing over to a nearby balcony and was saved. I thought you were going to say that she... I thought you were going to say that she... Um, uh, <laughs> what's this? Okay. So, Polish farmer, Krzysztof Anzaniski, cut off his own head in 1995. <laughs> Anzaniski... 30, been drinking with friends when it was suggested they strip naked and play some men's games. <laughs> men's games? Oh, men's games. Let's have some men's games. Naked? If, I don't know what some men's games are. Initially, they hit each other the head with frozen turnips. <laughs> right. <laughs> but then one man took it to the next level by cutting off the end of his foot with a chainsaw. No! Yeah. No! No, wait, no! To no. one-up his comrade. No, no. To, one, to, to do one-up on his comrade... As Ninsky grabbed the saw and shouting, "Watch this!" Then he swung at his own head and chopped it off. <laughs> it's funny," said one companion. When he was young, he put on his sister's underwear, but he died like a man. <laughs> what? That's real. <laughs> Check me out. <laughs> you know what I mean? I can do one better than that. Chop my own head off. Well, hang on a minute. First of all, why did they get naked? <laughs> Second of all, why were they smacking what? frozen turnips up? This is something I'd make up. Why would you chop your foot off and then there's some just be like, oh yeah, that's amazing. I'm just going to go for it. I'll take my own head off. Polish. Eastern European. Well, he's a Russian one for you. Double mint dumb. A 25-year-old chemistry student of the Kiev Polytechnic Institute. <laughs> Sorry, no. No, I can't move past that other one. I know. I mean... Uh, oh, it is a good one. This is a good one, this one. A 25-year-old chemistry student of the Kiev Polytechnic Institute had acquired the peculiar habit of dipping his chewing gum in citric acid crystals where he worked. Hmm. While studying at his parents' house in the northern Ukraine city of Konotop, he dunked his gum into an unidentified chemical and stuck it back into his mouth. This, in turn, caused an explosion that resulted in the lower part of his face being blown off. <laughs> Was it? And he died? Didn't say if he died or not. I don't know, you know. Darwin Award is dead. Yeah, yeah. What, so he, he put... Yeah. Just like a weird habit of just like dicing with death constantly. Yeah. So, I mean, it was literally a, a weird habit of putting his chewing gum in there. And putting, I wonder what that did. I wonder what it was doing. That So he was putting it in. Let's have a look. He was sucking on chewing gum after sticking it in his uh, citric acid crystals. And when he went to his mum and dad's. Yeah, then but stuck it in a different chemical, uh, put something out. What on the it. hell was it? His mum and dad's. Well, what were his? I, know, I mean, yeah. when you get when I go to my mum and dad's, I'm not like, oh, I'm just chewing my gum. Yeah. Ooh, oh. that's that unidentified chemical on the side? I'll just pop it yeah. in there. 
Don't do that, son. I mean, you know what I mean? That's the unidentified explosive material that we keep lying around our house every day. He should have been dead ages ago. Yeah, absolutely. Especially his mum and dad are keeping like, unident- like unidentified explosive material. What is it with these Russians? Only in the Soviet Union. I know, yeah. She's just completely normal. I know. I mean, they're saying that they're going to they're gonna have to shut Salesbury down, Anna, and burn it to the ground. Salisbury. Sales, Salisbury. Yeah, Salisbury. Yeah. Salisbury. If Salisbury. She's totally changed totally the place. Northern. Oh, it's awful, that. Yeah, no. Do you know what? As well, some news on this morning being an absolute goon saying uh, that you don't have to worry Great about word, it. Great word, goon. Sorry, go on. Seriously, though, but they fit goon award saying, oh, you know, it's all right. Don't worry about it. Don't be scared about it. You know, you've got to eat it. And you're thinking, are you an absolute plod? You yeah. know, what is wrong with your brain? You've got to eat it. Do you really think that that's how nerve gas works? That people just pop along and what's that? I'll just eat it. You know, it's like, it goes through the skin. Idiots. It goes through water. Oh my God. You know what? I was just thinking there, this podcast, we haven't actually talked. I mean, I know it's a man's thing. We haven't talked about the World Cup, have we? (gasps) I mean, it's the main thing at the moment. No, we haven't. Is it coming on? Yeah. Is it coming on? I know. Did you see that thing this morning on social media and it's the friends? Yeah, yeah. Don't put that. CD in there instead of a monkey and then he put it in the light. All right then. You have to put a link on this because it's absolutely brilliant yeah, to anybody who used to watch Friends. It's in the same like BPM and everything, isn't it? Yeah, and all, it's amazing. You know, there's another one as well. Well, I did one actually of the Sixth Sense the other day, but there's um there's one as well where it's just it's the Lord of the Apes. Lord of the Apes. Michael Flatley dressed all dressed as monkeys. You know what I mean? Lord of the Apes. I'm doing Lord of the Dance. Yeah, that's what it is. No, he doesn't do that. Yeah, it's all like Michael Flatley. No. Lord of the Apes. He's got something called Lord of the Dance. I was doing the hymn. Oh, don't dance to that. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like getting up and doing it now. You know, no, it's a little bit more dramatic yeah. than Michael Flatley. Yeah, well, Lord of the Apes is my... It's like between Lord of the Dance and Planet of the Apes. Put it together, Lord of the Apes. There you go, and you've got like these talking apes that dance. Um, but there's one of like where he reaches in, and it's just like this, this really emotional... And he reaches in the monkey ape thing, the one who talks to a human, and he reaches in, and he just literally whispers in, and he goes... Do you know, I feel a bit nervous. For England? Yeah. No, not for the England team. Yeah. Just for the UK. Yeah. 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 Well, England, because I don't like Scotland at the moment because they're supporting Sweden. Are they? They su- always choose a team against us, so they've chosen well, my, Sweden. My, well, my family's Scottish. Well, you, they're all disloyal. That's bang out. So, yeah, they're all... So, anyway, I just feel nervous for the UK. I just yeah. feel nervous for the UK. Like, it's funny because Tide came down and sat with us the other night and watched it with you, but before he'd been watching it with me, and he said he really struggles to watch it with you because he said you're one of the most negative people <laughs> to be around. I'm just sitting there and I'm like, God, I mean, why are they letting them pass? They can't pass like that. What are they doing, you know? And then when they score, I'm like, I know they could be able to do it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but I'm just sat there and going, no, no, these players. I mean, one of my things I say is, all these bloody players have on loads of money and they're all playing the Premiership. They shouldn't be just walking around knackered. And then you think, and I used to play football, so you think, and I sit and I think, my God, you know what? I'm not. It doesn't matter. You could be a machine. And after, I mean, they did 120 minutes of football. Then penalties. And <coughs> tell you who did. He looked absolutely knackered. Bless him. Was Ashley Young? Bless yeah. I think he plays for Man United. And he's. I should know that because my kids support Man United. But I'm a Middlesbrough fan. Um, he, and he looked. He just looked. He couldn't. He, he just looked so tired. I mean, it was 120 minutes in sort of 25, 26 degrees football on a night. That is 11 o'clock at night and stuff. 
It's like shit. That's like serious. Like you know, you've got to be an athlete to play that. You it's know. insane though the fact that like we're at that point now where we might make it to the final. Well, we've got Sweden, and then we've got Russia or Croatia if we get past Sweden. Is Berlin still in? <laughs> Belgium. <laughs> oh, no, this is brilliant. What a typical non-footballing supporting statement. Is typical Berlin woman? still in? No, no. Hull is. Hull's still in. Yeah. Copenhagen might, might, might have done better if they were doing, doing well, you know. You know. But, yeah. Yeah, Berlin's in. <laughs> East Berlin. You know what I mean? They're bringing the wall with them as well. You know what I mean? <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> oh, she started. This is brilliant. That's a statement and a half. Can't wait to put that. <laughs> For the record, while Emma's having a breakdown, I'd just like to tell you that she, what she really meant, like she said, she said Belgium after that. Yeah. She meant Belgium. Are we still in? Yeah, Belgium are in, yeah. They play Brazil. That's my sweepstakes. Yeah, I know. Well, I've oh, got Brazil, so, so one of us is going to get through that one. But that's yeah, so but yeah, but, I mean, Berlin would have done all right if they were in it. <laughs> if it was, a, if it was a, if it was a city, city cup. You know. uh, anyway, shut up. So Berlin is st- no Belgium. Yeah, Belgium, <laughs> Belgium is still in. Yeah. Do you think we can win? I think England can win. Why do you get so negative then, and then just ruin it for us? Because Tide thinks that you send out bad vibes into the universe. That's what he says. Well, I'm not going to do that anymore then. You know why? Because you're not going to watch it with us. No. You know why? Because we're going to win. No, because it's coming home. That's what yeah. that uh, would be you, the same. Yeah, yeah, it's just the same. Right. But you've got to say that. Yeah. It's why? Co- it's coming home. Because we're saying that we invented if football. Whole... Are we saying we invented football? We didn't invent football. Did we? we did. Isn't there an argument that we didn't? Who from? Japan. 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 <laughs> Japan. Japan. Hang on a minute, I'm going to look it up. You know what? Well, no, we we invented it, so. Well, I know you're saying that, but did we? Not me personally, but yeah, we did. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm going to tell you now. Do you ready? Yeah, it's coming on. No, but are you ready? Yeah. It's coming on. Sorry, I just honestly, my, my, I'm literally laughing so much. Okay, who invented football? You ready? Yeah. I want you to just be very careful. Oh, that's the United States. So, that's, <laughs> what? That's not Soccer. Right. Wait a minute. Just, just chill out, everybody. Just hang on, hang on, hang on. Okay. No, England did not invent football. The Greeks did. Do you want me to tell you? Go on then. Well, I can't because it's just making me do cookie consent at the moment because uh, that's what everything does at the moment. So I'm now going to. It's going to be like something there. like India or, or Greece or somewhere or something like Peru or something. Oh, like that. why is it doing this? Everything just has these ridiculous things now where you've got to go through it. Oh, slight pause while we check to see okay. who invented football. After 150 years, the truth: Scotland invented <laughs> football. <laughs> Scotland. How come? I don't know how come. It's Scotland, though. Was uh, that written by a Scottish fella? No, it was written by The Independent. Oh, right. So oh, that's cool. So you're all wrong. It wasn't Japan either. So at the end of the day... Well, I'd rather it be Scotland. That's why Scotland don't want else. us to be in winning because they invented the game and it's I, not coming home to them. Yeah, I didn't. I, I think they have been missed though. Wales and Scotland and Ireland in the, in the World Cup. It is a shame that they weren't in because they all have good players and it could have been, diff- you know, 
I just, they yeah, lost. I know. We've lost many times. I know we have, but this is definitely coming home. What do you think is going to happen if, like, we do win? Because I actually feel you know like what? it's... I, honestly, right, I was on the radio the other day having a conversation about this. Yeah. And they were asking me, like, why it was such a good experience. And I was like, you know what's crazy? When you actually look at what makes football so enigmatic and incredible and fueled with happiness, it's because it's spent with other people most of the time. A lot of it to do with socialising. Yeah. A lot of it's to do with outpourings of emotion where you feel like you've got a legitimate reason to be permission-based with your emotion. Yeah. And you kind of feel like you've got a common goal. And they're things that we can always use in happiness, but for some reason, we just kind of let go of it after we have an event like that. And I'm like, I really hope we do get through to the finals because I just don't want to be around on Friday if we don't. I know. Because the other thing is, I think we have this really horrible mentality where it's not good enough. You know Mm. that? Like, usually if you're a parent like I am, you are, if you see your kid try hard, yeah, and then they don't win, you're like, God, you did really well. Yeah. Well done. And yet we just don't do that with football. We're just like, we hate you. Yeah. I mean, obviously not as bad as the Colombians who just get death threats. Yeah. You know what, though? This time I think, you know, if we can... There's something about this team. The the, 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 the young, the one it. The, it's not like all... You know, even the media's on the side of them. They don't really like Sterling at the moment because he's not playing that well. But I think he'll come through me in the next... Like, if, he, if he's on the next well, few matches... Well, we sat next to Trippier's mother. Mm-hmm. You did, wasn't me. Oh, was it not with you? No, you were. Oh, it was with Jamie. Yeah. Get this for a bit of a story. So I grew up where Trippier grew up. Simple as that. Down our road. His mum works in the shop down the bottom of our road still. Didn't you go to like Hollybound uh, Holly Primary School or that's, something? Yeah. That's just around the corner. Mm. So basically that's Green Mount. Yeah. yeah. So she works <clears> just, you know, if you, my parents live in a place called Somerset. So if you go down the bottom of Somerset Lane... Turn right at the roundabout and there's a shop on the left-hand side. That's the shop she works in. So anyway, how did I come to meet young Trippier's mother? Well, I was on the train, about to get on it. I had first-class tickets because basically I booked them in advance, so it was really cheap. I had a spare one and I just thought, I'll give it away to somebody. So this woman was walking along. She looked like nice. I thought I can sit next to her without being afraid. Gave her my ticket and she came and she was really chuffed and dead down to earth and she came and sat down and started talking to me and she started to talk to me about her son and then she said his name and it was only when I realized that that was his name when I was watching that that was him I knew that he was a premiership because she was saying that she'd just been taken out shopping for his wedding yeah and the woman who was there to put her in a dress and she was just dead normal she was like I can't be doing with it I'm just gonna get my own by mail order and she was just utterly lovely and down to earth he's a a brilliant footballer I think he treats her like a queen as well um. but yeah that's my story my little fame story he's he's a brilliant footballer so basically I'm best mate with Trippier because like obviously I know his mum now yeah so Kieran Trippier, if you're listening. Yeah, your um, mum's dead nice. Yeah. Your mum's dead nice. Yeah, come on to our house for a Sunday morning breakfast. You know, vegetarian. Bring no, your wife. that's only for John Bon Jovi. Oh, just for John Bon... No, John Bon and Jovi. It's, it's for the, all of them. Yeah. I don't even care if they all want to come. They can Do you come. know any of the other team members of team members? The, John Bon the Jovi. The team members <laughs> of John Bon Jovi. Yeah. I do, but I can't remember them. Like, yeah. I do. I do know who they are. Yeah, I don't. But I can't remember them. Yeah, you do. Uh, You'd remember them if you saw them. St- no. No, it's not Sting. No, I was going to go, I was going to get mixed up. I was going to start saying Motley Crue. Yeah. Not Slash. What's he out of? Guns N' Roses. Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Oh, me, we've got very bad. 
very, very bad levels of knowledge from the yeah. past. Well, yeah, all I remember is my older brother. My memories a, have been wiped. Yeah, my older brother had a Prince album, a John Bon Jovi album, and an Aerosmith album, uh, all on like vinyl. And the only one I liked out of that was the Prince one, really, at that time. I wasn't really into You don't metal. have to be rich to be my girl. You don't have to be. I remember watching the uh, Purple Rain and, yeah. I remember watching Purple Rain and, like, really watching that rude bit for ages when I was a kid. Stopping it, reminding it, watching it again. Yeah. You're such a pervert. I know, yeah. Such a deviant. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, on that note, I suppose it's time to wrap up, isn't it? I think it is, yeah. I think it's been quite an informative and light-hearted one today. <laughs> You're ridiculous. <laughs> one day we're going to start talking about things that have meaning again. Yeah, we will. But, you know, we've got to make sense of all of it, not just some of it. You know? <laughs> and there is things in life that people, you know, they don't want to get all deep and serious sometimes and they just want to make sense of whatever's going on. Well, I've got too much, too much stress in my life to get serious with it all at the moment. Yes, I know. I'm doing the opposite. I want it to be light. I want it to be happy. Yes. That's the way we're playing it. Absolutely. Don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you subscribe and we'll come and find you and hunt you down. Yeah, absolutely. See, if they played that out in Love Island, I'd have seen it again like a psychopath. Yeah, they'd have just seen that bit of like, we're going to come and hunt you down. going to come and hunt you down. Yeah. Do it my way. Or like, and then I'd lean over, it'll come over to me and it, the editor would be like, going to come and hunt you down and I'm going to chop your head off with a chainsaw. Yeah, oh my God, that's still ridiculous. I'm going to think about that for a whole week. Uh, I'm going to look more into that. <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining us. See you again next week. Take it easy. Bye. Bye-bye.